Hello, beautiful. Welcome to today's conversation where we're going to talk about the season of loneliness. Let's talk about it. I am your host, Shannon Martin, and welcome to today's episode of This Thing Called Wellness. Welcome back for another episode. I thank you for listening in. Last week, we talked about healing through art and finding which art form you enjoy and works for you, whether it be dancing, coloring, painting, or listening to music to help relieve your stressors or tension. Find the thing you love and incorporate it into your routine whenever you feel the need to relax and have some me time. This week, I want to talk about loneliness. The holiday season is upon us. And a lot of us find this time of the year especially painful. This year is going to be challenging for my family as well. But for now, I want to talk to you about when I felt the most vulnerable and alone during my darkest times. I don't know when it started. I just know it kind of creeped in one day. The feeling of loneliness. I know the phrase, are you alone or are you just lonely? And you're choosing to be alone and all of that. But when you have bouts with depression and this friend anxiety, tag along, you find yourself feeling alone a lot of the time. As I was lying in bed, I started to cry. I didn't know why I was crying. I just was. Through the sadness, I realized that I felt so alone. Although all of my children were home at this time and my husband was there for me, I just didn't feel truly understood. Yes, my family was watching me make sure I was okay and didn't do anything to harm myself. My husband would always come up and check on me and ask if I'm okay, which I appreciated, but I still felt empty and lonely. I can't explain the emptiness I felt, the sadness, and the sheer desire to not want to do anything or talk to anyone were things I just couldn't understand, so I laid there. I was trying to understand what was going on inside. And one day, I just decided I wasn't going to try to understand it anymore. Just get through this. At this time, I didn't have the friends that I do now to have lunch with or just meet up with to get out of the house. I had to start talking to my other friends who were managing their mental wellness. I just existed in my little space, watching very depressing shows on TV and just sitting in the loneliness that I was feeling. I wasn't trying to be strong. I wasn't trying to understand it anymore. I gave into my emotions and just felt the emptiness for however long it was going to be there until I could wheel it away. I guess this was my season of loneliness. A season of loneliness and isolation is when a butterfly gets its wings. Remember that the next time you feel alone. Mandy Hale. Now that I look back at this moment in time and in my journey, I realize that I needed it. If there was a mean for trusting the process, this would have been it. I was allowing myself to feel for the first time in years. Albeit not an ideal emotion, I let it be. For years, I had been suppressing my emotions and pushing them down so far that I had disconnected from my life to the point that I couldn't feel or express myself as I should. As I began to allow myself to open up, allow myself to be vulnerable, I was beginning to feel lighter. My family didn't understand how I was feeling, and when I tried to explain it, of course it went over as though I wasn't fighting to get well. As far as they could see, I was a shell of who I used to be and was just existing. 
At first, this took a lot out of me, more than I anticipated. But when I sat still and embraced the loneliness, I began to have more conversations with God, had more inward conversations with myself. I began to think about what I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to grow. I would replace some decisions I made in my mind and made peace with them. I would sit there and just think, mostly about me. I had done this in a very long time, and it felt strange. But during this season of loneliness, I made several decisions about the woman I wanted to become and the direction I wanted to go. I was having several inward discussions, all the things that we think about when we're getting older and the kids are leaving the nest were running through my mind. Sometimes I would journal my thoughts when I remembered, but I record voice memos, just talking my way through my thoughts. Looking back, this was time I seriously needed. I hadn't put myself first in years, and the long time was intended for me to grow and understand my value. Loneliness is a sign you are in desperate need of yourself. You'll be called. Sure enough, my season of loneliness passed. Just as it came, it slowly went away. I began to hear the answers to the questions I asked, and I started to listen and abide by what God instructed me to do. I got up and reached out for help. I didn't feel alone in this battle of my mind anymore. I felt a sense of relief and peace knowing that I was doing the work. I used to hear this phrase all the time, doing the work. I never understood it until that moment. My interpretation of it was to do the inner work. Take your time and be still. Talk to God and trust this process that he is taking you through. Because every day, I continue to do the work. I let go understood, and trusted. I started to trust me and the decisions I made about my mental health. I began to feel and have honest conversations with my husband about how I had been feeling all these years. I was always one to keep things to myself, to keep the peace. But this had to change. I needed to be more gentle with myself and free myself from all the negative emotions I was piling onto me from my loved ones. I needed to continue to emphasize that I don't know where this path is taking me, but I'm getting stronger in my faith and belief in myself. Mindful moment. During my season of loneliness, I wasn't sure what was happening to me, and I tried to abide by what others were telling me to do. It wasn't until I chose to trust the process and trust that my faith would pull me through. I came out on the other side of my loneliness season. Not many do. I often hear people say, I don't understand how someone can allow themselves to let life or depression get to them to the point where they no longer want to exist. I never let that happen to me. Or that someone is just lazy when they are fighting the hardest battle of their life. I get it. I understand how the darkness and emptiness of loneliness can make a person feel that there isn't a light at the end of any tunnel. You feel as if you are truly alone in this battle and that no one sees, hears, or truly understands your pains. I do. I get it. But I want you to keep in mind is that this is a season. No matter how long it takes, always remember that tomorrow is another day to try again. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You are important. Your life matters. You're transforming and growing your wings. To come out on the other side. Begin a new phase of your life where you get to navigate and become a more resilient, beautifully transformed version of yourself. You will be able to handle all the trials and tribulations ahead of you 
on your journey to healing. Hope you have enjoyed this week's conversation. I'm your host, Shannon Martin. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about breaking free from loneliness, building connection. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with someone you think would like to join the conversation. Disclaimer, I am not a licensed mental health professional. The information provided here is for general informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you need help, please consult a qualified mental health professional.